to another edition of the UK Law Weekly Podcast with me, your host, Marcus Cleaver. This week, we're going to be looking at the case of the Crown on the application of Filed Coast Farms Limited and Filed Borough Council. The citation for this case is 2021 UKSC 18. And this week, we will be looking at a case that deals with an area that the Supreme Court often doesn't get involved with, time limits on bringing proceedings. The specific area of law is to do with planning, and in particular neighbourhood plans that set out the parameters for granting planning permission within a given neighbourhood. In order for a neighbourhood plan to come into being, there are seven different steps that need to be completed. Here we will be focusing on steps 5, 6 and 7, which are, in turn, consideration of an independent examiner's report on the proposal, the holding of a local referendum, and the actual making of the plan. Meanwhile, the actual neighbourhood that the plan relates to is St Anne's-on-the-Sea near Blackpool. The plan did not include a site that was owned by Oyston States, who were formerly the appellants in this case, although that mental has now been taken over by Filed Coast Farms Limited. Now, the examiner did actually recommend that the draft version of the plan be amended to include the Oyston site, but at stage 5, the respondents in this case, Filed Borough Council, decided not to accept that recommendation and moved on to the stage six, which was the referendum. That referendum approved the plan by a large majority, and so in May 2017, the council made the plan in line with stage seven. The time limit issue comes in because Oyston commenced their judicial review claim in July. Under section 61N, subsection one of the Town and Country Planning Act 1990, there is a six-week time limit for challenging the final making of the plan at stage 7. Under section 61N, subsection 2, there is a six-week time limit for challenging the local authority's consideration of the examiner's report at stage 5. Per section 61N, subsection 1, the claim would have been in time, but for the purposes of section 61N, subsection 2, it would not. It was up to the courts to decide which subsection applied in this instance, and for the lower courts the relevant provision was 61N2, so the claim was out of time. Oyston appealed to the Supreme Court, which is where we pick things up. In order to get to the bottom of this case, we have to first understand what the judicial review claim was based upon. Here, Oyston asserted that the council did not have a good reason for rejecting the recommendations of the examiner at step 5. And so the question is whether the company can still take advantage of the stage 7 time limit. It might sound a little bit silly to mix up stage 5 and stage 7 here, but this does highlight one of the fundamental tensions in this area of law. After all, if the earlier time limit applies, then it could require premature litigation by the claimant that is costly and ultimately pointless, depending on what the final decision is. On the other hand, if the later time limit applies and the claimant is allowed to wait, then a successful challenge would undercut the entire process, even if it could have been saved at an earlier point. This perhaps explains why a question about time limits has found its way to the Supreme Court, and the justices began their answer by trying to understand section 61N of the Town and Country Planning Act 1990 in the context of the legislation. That provision specifically deals with stages 5, 6 and 7, and while it does not create any new rights, it does deal with the time limits associated with existing rights. The wording then specifically states that, quote, a court may entertain proceedings only if, end quote, 
And that phrasing supports a restrictive approach to the interpretation. So Oyston's judicial review claim based on stage five falls within section 61N subsection two and therefore was not within the time limit. As a result, their appeal was dismissed. The first comment to make about this case is to bring the Supreme Court's answer back to that fundamental tension that exists within these time limits, i.e. that a strict time limit might mean that a claimant ends up bringing early and expensive claims. Furthermore, if subsequent things become open to challenge, then you might end up with a situation where there are multiple claims or multiple arguments having to be rolled up into a single claim. The Supreme Court sympathised with this, but ultimately that could not detract from the strict wording we saw in section 61N. That strict wording also matches up with the parliamentary intent, because the introduction of referendums at stage 6 of the neighbourhood plan process was designed to increase public engagement. The time limits ensure that the votes do not get held up by technical legal arguments that then cause disaffection for the process overall. Generally, I am inclined to agree with the imposition of strict time limits. Yes, it is true that this can cause some inconvenience and can even appear arbitrary, but this is an area of the law where certainty is paramount. If we think about it in the context of planning law, it allows the neighbourhood plan process to go through smoothly and efficiently with the fewest number of hiccups along the way. In that sense, it achieves the perfect balance between the policy goals of the legislation and the availability for legitimate legal challenges. Well, thank you very much for tuning into this podcast, and thanks as ever to bensound.com who provide the theme music. Quick reminder before we go that if you would like to support the podcast and help to keep it ad-free, then you can subscribe to my newsletter and earn yourself some nice perks including more content from me each week and a free ebook on how to answer essay questions on a law degree. This week in the newsletter we looked at corruption within the Metropolitan Police based on the recent Daniel Morgan report. It's really interesting and well worth checking out. If that sounds like something you're interested in, check out the link in the description to the podcast episode. But either way, I'll be back with another episode next week. And for now, bye!